What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 67. My name, Josh. His name, Brett. Caveman, as always. Me, Brett. And me, tired. What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, I got to keep it real with you. Um, Been very stressed and very busy last couple of weeks. I know you have as well. Yeah. You uh, and me both, you know, pal. We keep it keep it 100 with the viewers here, our friends, our family, our uh, our keep it 300. Little haptic, little haptic family, yeah, keep it 300, 500, 600. Um, going through a lot, man. Uh, I know I already told you my cat had to get surgery and All right, big hairball, big hairball in her stomach. And while she's uh, my fiance's cat, it still impacts me because I have to deal with fiance and sure. obviously I still care about the cat. Sure. And the cat, you know, has been keeping me up every night by meowing and mm. can't let her out. And it's just, it's a not, it's, where's, where's it? It's at in its recovery. Where is it at in its recovery? Yeah. It the cat is, not it's got you. a week left. Okay. I'm, I'm very far away from my recovery. Um, the cat has until Saturday, I have to go get her stitches removed. So I gotcha. They didn't give you those dissolving ones. <clears throat> nah, they're got to get them out. Yeah. So. She have to wear a cone. Yeah. And she likes to smack it on the door. And it's loud. Yeah. Well, not fun. I'm quite tired and I have a headache and uh, a lot going on, but a lot of news today, a lot of gaming news, a lot of things we got to talk about. Yes. And uh, we were due for another episode of Hapticast. So we're here. Yeah. So we were off last week. Um, and to be quite honest with everybody, we might, I mean, we'll have content coming out, no doubt, including a new unclaimed baggage. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the content's next... going to be flowing. Yes, but the next few weeks, there might not be a live uh, production for everybody, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean there won't be content. Again, including yeah. a new unclaimed baggage, which you saw you saw a, a first cut of today. I did. I did see a first cut of the new episode of Unclaimed Baggage. And if you're watching on Twitch and you're not familiar with our YouTube channel, go to our YouTube channel. We post this as a full you know podcast, a full live stream thing. And then we cut it up into topics in case you want to just watch know chunk by chunk but we also do little one-off videos like our series unclaimed baggage where we buy each other weird gifts uh, from this place called unclaimed baggage and uh yeah the new episode's coming along really well I, I checked out the episode that josh put together and it's quite funny a lot of sound effects a lot of goofs a lot of gaffes and i'm having a good time so. yeah and this is the fourth episode i think right so there's three other ones up there yeah yeah so if you're interested out. in in that go check it out uh if you're a fan of cow chop they had a series called amazon prime time very similar to that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of channels kind of do similar stuff. It's almost like a mail time video if you watch like. Uh, yeah, a little bit, know. a little bit different though for our our purposes. I would agree. I would agree with you. But. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say there's no fat. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of footage that we condensed into what fifteen less than fifteen minutes for the next episode. Less so. than I mean, yeah, we had forty minutes of footage. So, <sighs> you know, it's a good anyway. one. So today, obviously, I mean, we're going to be talking about PlayStation, um, but just some just some other topics to, to run down um, with the media consumption update, what we're playing, watching, as always, some interesting stuff this week uh, that we both checked out and are checking out. Um, I know Yuki is probably not here, but I, I, I want to shout out to Yuki because I actually saw her talking about one of those things uh, I did too. On, on Twitter. Uh, it's good to know that we're not alone. Um then we have uh, the Abysmal Chronicles, uh, some updates on Elden Ring speedrun records and stuff like that in there. Amazon Game Studios losing a key piece um, and Knack 3 potentially coming. So we chat about that. 
Um, and then also for our main topics, again, PlayStation, obviously, doing our Elden Ring Platinum experience review. We both platinum the game. Uh, and then Indie Intel, we have something this week which is really cool, which, I don't know, maybe thinking retrospect, maybe we should just stream this instead tonight. But uh, maybe in the future, the Long long Vinter, which is basically am Animal Crossing, but with uh, uh, survival shooter elements. So That's right. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so get excited for that as well. So, Brett, why don't we start with our media consumption update? Yeah, let's talk about what we've been watching and playing and doing. And you want to yeah. go first or should I? Yeah, well, let's start with uh, any overlap, right? So we both platinum <coughs> Elden Ring. We did platinum Elden, Elden Ring, and we're going to be talking about that later. Right. I think that's it. Uh, Hor you, said you put Horizon on your list, too. Hmm? Um, have you you've gone back and started it again? or? Yeah. All right. Uh, I I'm can... not. I'm, I'm still not sold, dude. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm bored. Um, wow. Okay. That's really sad. Um, I'm telling you, you should have played it before Elden Ring. Probably should have. Because uh, I feel the same way now, going back to Platinum. It, it's like, I don't want to play this <laughs> right now. Yeah, and it's a shame because like it's, it looks good. and It's it a plays... phenomenal game. It, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a great game. I just, I don't know, I, it hasn't sunk its its hooks into me yet, and there's just so much to do. It's an open-world game, and there's so many quests, and there's so much to not care about, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. I haven't gotten to any part that I'm like, this is awesome. I mean, actually, so I just got to a part where they let me outside of this big gate, and then the tribes attacked the other tribe, yeah. and that was cool. But Yeah. Um, other overlap stuff. We're both watching uh, My Dress Up, darling. Yeah, that's a great anime. Um, it is. It really is. I don't know what else to say. I feel like basically we had a little, uh, and I don't know why we both had it at the same time, but we had a horny-ass anime kick where we wanted to watch some anime with some yeah. uh, women in them. And... Well, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, first of all, well, what's up, Yuki? And Yuki can attest, and she says it's so good. It's uh, great. Listen. There's a fine line uh, between fan service and just being totally ridiculous. And it's totally fine if you're into that stuff. Uh, I'm really not that much because sometimes I'm Prison just like, school. Prison well, school was like that. Yeah, it was but, great. but it, it, it worked because every fan – all the fan service stuff was also part of the comedy of it. You know what I mean? I guess. Um, I, I think so, at least. But Dress Up Darling doesn't have t too much of it. It's not, like, ridiculous. It has some, but yeah, it's not. there's it's no not, nudity. No. Uh, but it's also just really, like, entertaining and, and quite good. Um, and then the flip side of that is, I, like, while we're, I'm waiting, because watching the dub, that's what I started it in, and I could watch the sub, because I know, I think the sub is about to finish, or has one more episode. Yeah. Uh, but I'm watching the dub, so I'll follow through with that. But I was like, I want something else that's similar. So Funimation and Crunchyroll had like this this free sixty day trial with their new whatever service it is, um, and so I tried uh, High School DxD. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna be continuing that, is all I'll say. Which is a shame because the and I I think I texted you too. I was like I f I feel like this makes me abysmal because I'm like I don't want the fan service like the 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 actual story is really cool and everything else is getting in the way 
and like I don't need all that stuff constantly, and I'm more interested in, in the actual the story bef- than the actual fan service. Uh, what up, say before quitting? Yeah, but, the the thing with uh, high school DXD, which I watched one episode based on you watching one of uh, one or two or three episodes or whatever. I watched the first season. Oh, you watched it all. I gave I gave it a fair shake. I gave it a fair oh. shake. So I watched episode one of High School DxD, and let's just say you can't watch it with anyone else in the room. No, unless they know what he, what you're watching. I had like a window open, and I was like, I gotta stop watching this because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want people from outside to see me watching it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like you gotta watch it on like a phone, like a screen that's like this big, dude, and just watch oh, it in bed or that. something. I don't know about that. Dude, I, I was very uncomfortable. But, so, um, yeah. Uh, and then Yuki says, uh, have you watched Don't Tease Me Nagatoro? Nagatoro? I have not watched that. Um, but I am looking for stuff similar to dress up because it's a very, it's like a, such a fine line. Uh, and yeah, quite frankly, High School DxD is uh, su- like the main character. His character tree is that horniest. So. Yeah, he's just a horny kid. Yeah, and Yuki says there's a good balance in some shows, but High School DxD is straight. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it is borderline. I mean, it's not... I know, told you that! It's way... Okay, well, listen. At first, it wasn't super egregious. It was, like, waist up. But then it gets, like, really abysmal, and I'm like, I can't... I can't watch this. I just can't watch it. It's too much. It's a fine line. It's a good balance, and dress yeah. up is the one, is that balance. So. You know what's funny? I was actually getting Tokyo Ghoul vibes from the story of High School DxD a little bit. The plot is so it's so it's such a cool concept. It's like I would yeah. like this without the fan service, please. Yeah, but there's literally just titties everywhere. So incessantly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then also she was like at the end of the first episode, she's like, I'm starting to like think I have like a new little brother. And I'm like, all right, you just li- we're literally naked in bed with him. And you're like calling him your, your little. Yeah, brother. it's it's a pretty bad. Yuki says uh, Nagatoro is a uh, hentai mangaka. Uh, yeah. Um. But it's PG fifteen and slice of life, so that's cool. Josh, weren't you watching something? Uh, oh, that was also more of like a love uh, romance anime citrus. back in the day. Citrus, 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 which yeah. was good. And I watched the the whole first season. I don't know if they ever came out with more. Um, but I, stopped... I almost called it Clementine for some reason. But yeah, close enough. Citrus. citrus. Uh, I don't. That was good. I didn't really love the characters as much. Um, I don't know. It was all right. And then you know what I was reminded of? Not to get too far on a tangent here, and we can move on. But um, I was reminded of the – now I forget the name of it. But the one that we both watched it with uh, where it's like all – like like the world where all smut is illegal. Oh, Shimonetta. Shimonetta, dude. That show was Sh- funny as shit. Yeah, Shimonetta is fucking awesome. That show is fucking awesome. Also, a, a fine line, uh, but it, it toes it carefully like prison school like you said that one uses it as a comedy device and yes it's funny yes brian says you're on a list for saying horny kid anyway uh yeah so that's it i mean do you want to do the rest of your list first or should i go into mine uh all right so i also watching blood lad uh which was that's cool which was your wreck uh yeah. that i watched pretty much immediately because i was like i can't watch high school dxd anymore uh, so I turn on Blood Lad. That's another good one. That there's, a, you know, it's a little less even than I would say Dress Up Darling in the fan service. For department. sure. Yeah. But the it's funny. Uh, the world is really cool. Like you compared it to Dora Hidoro, and I would uh, concur. 
So that's fun watching that too. Also continuing to watch How To with John Wilson for the good vibes, which is great. Uh, games, we talked about Eldering Horizon. I tried Persona 4 Arena, Ultimax, the new one, the port, whatever it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, that fighting game has so many really cool, um, what do you call them? Everything. Characters, gameplay, combos. Yeah, like different gameplay tropes than most fighting games, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, started Tunic. Uh, on Game Pass nice. Series X. That game is slick and hard um, and really cool. Um, not as hard as Dark Souls, but it's like a you know Souls-like Zelda game. Yeah. That's it. Uh, movies, X. Saw X. Man, this makes yeah. me sound like I really like, like... You're a really horny man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, X was great, though. Great horror movie. Uh, one hell of a horror picture. That's all I'll say about that. And then I one... missed out on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, because of the cat. That was that was the day uh, my cat had to get surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And then to round out mine, I also watched last night on a whim, on a knee jerk uh, recommendation from our friend Brandon, The Alpinist. You got to watch that movie. The doc. It's right? a documentary about uh this extreme alpinist or somebody that climbs mountains free-handed, no rope. Um, wow. Fucking bonkers, dude. My is man, the man alive? I'm not going to answer that question because that's the end of the movie. The end of the movie okay. will answer that question for you. Okay. Um, and I won't say either way, but that movie is incredible. Uh, even if you're not interested in mountain climbing, which I, I'm not, I don't care about climbing. It's just a very inspirational, like, movie in general. Like, the vibes are pretty good. This dude is fucking nuts. Like, no fear. I've never seen a more fearless human being in my life. Yeah, Brian in the chat said, how do they drag their massive balls up the mountain? <laughs> dude, I don't know. They're they're towing behind them because some of the stuff that he does, dude, it made my stomach churn. I was like, I cannot believe you're doing this right now. I cannot believe you're doing it. So anyway, that's all I got for you. Uh, I'm just going to run through mine really quickly. We've spent a lot of time on this already, so I don't want to take too long. Uh, movies, I watched Turning Red, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. It was great. The anime inspiration is there. Uh, it's made by the same woman that created the Pixar short Bow, which mm-hmm. played before The Incredibles 2. Yeah, and it was better than The Incredibles 2. It was fucking a slapper. And... Yeah. Turning red is also a slapper. Good. Um, the outrage behind it, not good. People are bad. What's and the outrage behind it? White moms are mad because it's right off the bat. It's basically saying that kids should like go against their parents and sneak out and go to. Yeah, but there's a there's a cultural aspect of that with yeah. a- Asian culture specifically. So, yeah. And also the movie's called Turning Red and some of the uh, they deal with the menstrual cycle very briefly, very fucking briefly, like one scene, two scenes where she talks about pads, dude. And because of that, the whole movie is about getting your period. And that's gross. And women aren't allowed to talk about that apparently. So we can't talk about periods. Yeah. So go back to sipping your wine, dude. And the scene is so tame. She literally goes to the bathroom because she turns into a giant panda and she's like, it's red. And the mom's like, oh no, it's her period. And she's (laughs) like, I have pads. That's the only thing. That's it. And then, like, she shows up with pads again. That's it. But because the movie's called Turning Red, the whole movie's about getting your period. And you know what? 
maybe it is symbolic turning into a giant red panda is sim- is symbolic of getting your period and you know who cares if it is yeah <laughs> yuki says everybody needs to stop being offended by everything agreed and brian says yeah. god forbid we talk about something that affects half of all of humanity seriously <laughs> the movie was fantastic and like my and i'm gonna call her out right now dude my mom read something on facebook and was like oh no your sister is not watching that i have an 11 year old sister and i was like what the fuck so i watched it and my mom if you're watching what the fuck uh i went and watched it and texted my sister and said dude that movie rules you got to watch it because she's like into anime now yeah and i'm like you would love it and she was like ew you watched it i was like whatever dude i lost her she's gone <laughs> so it slapped i liked it a lot anyway uh elden ring we're gonna talk about played horizon still not hooking me but i haven't really given it like a fair long shot so yeah uh wwe 2k22 i played the shiznits out of that like 18 hours uh good first good one in a while and then we also played a board game return to dark to dark tower oh my which God, is i forgot about that it's a remake of like an 80s board game called dark tower and there's a literal big plastic tower that has bluetooth capabilities that syncs up with an app on your phone mm-hmm. and you put little skulls into the tower every time you're done your turn and it tracks the turns and like random encounters happen it's like this it's crazy look it up return to dark tower yeah. Uh, we were blown away by it. Our friend Sean kickstarted it and brought it to a party, and we could yeah. not believe it was real. I would love to, like, actually, I mean, it's hard fundamentally, but, like, record a video for our channel playing it or live stream it somehow. Dude, that'd be sweet. Multiple cameras. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's it's D&D esque, but you don't actually make your character. And it's and all so at, at first, like, anything, it was, like, a little overwhelming because we're like, we don't know how to play. And there there's was a lot little, of cards and there's tokens. There's a lot of issue, but really, the app pretty much handles everything. Um, and the actual moment to moment gameplay is engaging enough that it's easy to kind of pick up and play now that we understand it, but also challenging enough, you know, to keep returning players in it. And they have different tiers of campaigns that you can do and all this stuff, really awesome yeah. figures, awesome board. It slaps. Yeah, it was, it's really cool. I recommend checking it out. It might be expensive because of the electronic aspect and all the little like figures, but, uh, I don't know if you can it's, get a bunch of friends to chip in. Let's just say we play a lot of tabletop games in our life. This is among the slickest. Yeah. And we didn't even actually play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we played and we didn't realize the tower wasn't synced to our phone. So we're like sitting there playing and the game was actually really fun without the tower doing its thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it still said we were on turn one and we were like nine turns in and we were like, what? So we quit the game and then started again. That's when we realized we were not playing it correctly. Yeah, it was a desynced from the app. Yeah, but it was still Wi-Fi. really cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, let's round it out. So TV and anime. So like Josh said, my dress up darling, slick, high school DXD. Don't know if I'm going to continue with that one. But I'm also watching the Korean Netflix zombie horror show, All of Us Are Dead. So far, I'm like four episodes in. Highly recommend if you're into Korean zombies or horror. I just saw one of the games that's on our list. Sorry, continue. One of the games that's on our list? The video game releases. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. If you like Korean zombies, you know that they, like, move really, like, fucked up, and they're really fast and not good. And, uh, you know, the cool thing is, and I mentioned this to you already, Josh, when you watch a zombie movie or a zombie show, 
the most annoying thing is when the zombies come and the people are like, oh no, what is that? We've never seen anything like this before. They're walkers, they're biters, and like they don't, zombies don't exist in their universe, right? Mm -hmm. In this show, they were straight up like, dude, these are like trained to Busan zombies. And I was like, dude, they just fucking name dropped it. And they are like trained to Busan zombies. That's so cool. they they straight up call them zombies, and even when they like make the first nine one one call, the nine one one operators like zombies. Yeah, dude. And there's <laughs> That's a, cool. There's there's a really slick scene where like he's like, yeah, dude, whatever. And then someone's like, did you get a call about a zombie? I just got a call about a zombie. And then the yeah. call center starts going like nuts. Dude, we need calls. more stuff like that. It's almost like getting rid of like the superhero origin story. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. we don't need to retread this. Let's, you know, what would happen? You know, what more can we do with the story if we don't waste the first hour getting the characters up to speed to where we are? Yeah. And the thing is, this show, every episode's an hour long, mm -hmm. uh, which is basically the uh, runtime of this topic right now. But um, <laughs> so it's like an hour and nine minutes an episode, but it's so good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So nice. sounds like Christian, all likes of us it too. Well, who I assume nice. is Christian from Save Before Quitting. Could be Ant. All, all of us are dead on Netflix. Check it out. All right, All right let's, well, let's hop in the Abysmal Chronicles, Brett. Let's do it. So Give me, uh, give me, a, little, give me a little ditty real quick. The Abysmal Chronicles, it, oh wait, a song? Yeah, a little ditty. Um, this is a certified hood classic. Speaking of unclaimed baggage, you would know what this song was. If you watched yeah. episode one. Episode one of unclaimed baggage, Candy Liquor yeah. was featured. Yeah. Shout out okay. to Marvin C's. Rest in peace. So the Abysmal Chronicles, guys, it's a little topic on our show where we go over some of the things that were just a little bit too abysmal to make it as our main topics. We always start off with video game releases, so let's go through a couple games that are coming out very soon. Uh, today is March 28th, so tomorrow we're getting Crusader Kings 3 releasing for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S. Uh, then WRC 10 is coming out for Switch on March 29th, tomorrow as well. Aerial Knights Never Yield is coming out for iOS and Android on March 30th. Death Stranding Director's Cut is finally coming to PC on March 30th. Moss Book 2, highly anticipated VR game. Releasing the final. PlayStation, PSVR game. Releasing for PlayStation VR on March 31st. Yep, it's the last Weird one. West is coming out for PlayStation 5, Ooh. Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on March 31st. That's already on Switch, I believe, correct? Yes. Yeah. And then uh, two big ones. MLB The Show 22 is coming out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch on April oh. 5th. I love the MLB games, even though they're bad. This one, though? This is the one that made me react earlier when I saw it. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is coming out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I'm telling you right now. That game or Elden Ring is going to be my game of the year. Wow. <laughs> I haven't that's... even played this one yet. And I'm telling you, dude. That's incredible. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. Mm -hmm. The Skywalker Saga is going to slap. Dude, they've been, I, there's some leaked footage that has come out. I'm telling I'm you right sold. now, that game is going to slap. And if it's not in your game of the year conversation, then I don't know what's wrong with you. I got the special edition pre-ordered. It comes with a Luke Skywalker Lego minifigure drinking blue milk with blue That's milk cool. around his lips. Comes with a steelbook case of Han Solo and Carbonite Lego mm -hmm. Han Solo. 
Uh, I'm I'm fucking ready for that game. Yeah, I have it pre-ordered digitally so I can play it at midnight. You got a, a PlayStation, yeah? Correct. Okay, good. Oh yeah, I'm gonna platinum that game. Well, we're gonna go oh, up. Well. It's gonna it's gonna be like a 500 hour platinum. I hope you're ready for that. I'm ready, and I'm ready to play it in co-op and kill some bosses and have fun. Yeah, you mean the Elden Ring, like, or the, no, well, yeah, I guess now, yeah. the Dark Souls-like combat? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, Dark and, Souls bosses. And I believe it is up to four players co-op, so. I won't lick you till you come. I'm ready. All right. All right. All right, let's talk about some uh, some news. Yes. Let's talk about some stuff. Did you look at all these? Because I, I want to surprise you if you didn't. I did look did at you? all of them. Uh, I, and I'm aware of this one because I watched it happen live. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so guys, if you didn't know, Elden Ring speedrunning is a thing. And we talked about it many times on this podcast the last couple of weeks. It's become a guilty pleasure of mine, honestly, to watch speedrun videos of Elden well, Ring. Well, because it's such a hard game, it's interesting to see when people can beat it quickly, right? So here's an update. Elden Ring speedrunner beats the game in under 20 minutes distortion my man he's freaking nuts yeah so this is coming from ign Eurogamer spotted youtuber distortion 2 achieving the world's first sub 20 minute run yeah though he's currently doing so on the old version of the game true prior to the supposed speed run killing update true um real quick brian says in the chat the godfrey skip so which i don't i, I guess you're gonna get to but that zipping glitch which i think yes. you have in the notes here so there's one yeah. that allows you to skip godfrey and it's freaking. It's nuts. Not good. No, it's nuts. Uh, so distortion two combined the old speedrun method with the newly discovered zipping glitch that allows large portions of Elden Ring to be skipped. His mm -hmm. final time ended up being eighteen minutes and fifty eight seconds. Yeah, it's funny because I think the day before this he did the twenty two minutes, which was a world record, and then he did this. But also, he's he see, I like him because he doesn't just do the any percent speedruns. Like, he's doing the all remembrances speedruns, which I think he is down under two hours at this point, which is front to back, basically beating every boss in the game. Um, yeah. He is mostly using Horfrost Brian pre patch. Post patch, he's using the blood, uh, some arcane blood loss build. I forget exactly. But anyway, that sorry. stomp was like broken as fuck. Yeah, and honestly, even post-patch, I mean, it's still pretty good. Um, but anyway, anything else on crazy. that? No, uh, I just think it's crazy that people are able to do that. But, you know, once you're you're doing it on, like, old versions of the game, I'm like, but no one else can do that anymore except you, basically. So it's like... Yeah. But this guy's also doing it on new versions of the game and doing multiple okay. category speedruns, which is why I like him. That's cool. Like, he literally, he started doing the all remembrances on the new update, and then somebody beat his world record, so he went back, and he beat the, their world record, like, three times. This is the most recent one. <laughs> wow. So, cool. it's 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 cool. Props to him. His name is, uh, what is it, Distortion, Distortion 2? Distortion 2. Shout out to Distortion 2. All right, the next story. Call of Duty Warzone developers say that more maps aren't possible because the install sizes are, quote, fucking crazy, unquote. This is coming from IGN, but a bunch of people reported on it. Uh, so streamer Teep interviewed Call of Duty live operations lead Josh Bridge. That's me. Warzone's original map, Verdansk, was replaced by Caldera in December of 2021. And Teep asked if a map rotation option similar to the one in Apex Legends would ever come to the game. 
Bridge said, we want that. We all want that. But there's a technical problem. The install and reinstall sizes are fucking crazy. Uh, Warzone currently requires more than 120 gigabytes of storage on PlayStation 5 and a similar amount on other consoles, while the PC install requires around 80 gigabytes. The huge install size puts players off, Bridge said, adding that each new update requires more storage space and loses the game players. Yeah, so we've talked about this in the past. This game is not optimized well. Western developers, specifically anybody inside of freaking Activision, do not know how to compress their file sizes and do asset streaming. The games freaking are way too big in size. And the problem is they began this infrastructure, right, too long ago for them now to switch back. So this is it, unless they were to release a totally new client and probably use a different engine. Because and the thing is, now that Warzone can be installed separately, that's awesome, but it's still huge. But like back in the day, you had to have it like installed with another Call of Duty Call right. of Duty game, which right. was also like 100 gigs. <laughs> like it's fucking insane. Yeah. So like if you want to play Call of Duty online multiplayer and Warzone, you know, because you're a fan of both, mm -hmm. you're going to have like 200 gigs. Yeah. On your console take so them. unless unless they figure something out on the technical aspect, which I mean, I'm no like coder or game developer, but I don't think you can create asset streaming technology for a platform or a, a what do you call it, an engine that you've been using. I think you have to literally create a new engine with new assets and create asset streaming tech so that your games can compress properly and then you optimize them for the platform that you distribute them to. Uh, yeah. So that can't be done with Warzone so yeah let's read some chat stuff here uh brian martin says bro is that game just not optimized yes yes uh stay before quitting pod said fortnite is basically warzone now without building and i can be boba fett so fuck warzone true brian said bad coding is always bad coding they done goofed and say before quitting said hey you can play as snoop dogg though so best game ever right so yeah and then brian also said you have to rewrite everything yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. So that's what I All thought. Right. Anyway. Moving on, uh, GTA Online is getting a new monthly subscription service, but only on consoles. What a weird thing to do. They missed their own train, dude. They've made so much money off of this game, both from GTA 5 and GTA Online as a service. Mm -hmm. I can't even believe they're still milking people for more. Uh, and Red Dead came out, and Red Dead Online was a thing that I'm sure they were making money off of, too. So, <laughs> Quite frankly, says Weird Flex. Yes. Uh, PC Gamer is where I got this from. They said, GTA, GTA Plus will give subscribers monthly infusions of in-game cash, plus cars, cosmetics, and other bonuses, but just not on PC. I don't understand why not on PC. Because yeah. of mods? Maybe. Uh, GTA Plus will cost $6 a month, and of course, you'll either need Grand Theft Auto V or the standalone GTA Online. In strictly monetary terms, it doesn't seem like a terrible deal, however, because a GTA V $500,000 shark card, for instance, sells for $10 on its own. I don't even understand what you just said to me. Basically, it costs less to just sign up for GTA Plus than to just buy a $10 card of money. They're really trying to just wring this thing dry as much as they can before GTA 6 comes out in, like, six years. Uh, and you know what, dude? I wouldn't even be surprised if they were like, it's the same GTA Online, just updated a little bit, and it still sucks ass. I think it sucks ass, anyway. 
Um, yeah, well, a lot of people would disagree with you. Well, I think a lot of people that would disagree with me are either normies or four years old, but I digress. <laughs> All right. They literally added a fucking casino, dude. Yeah. Brian says puts bad taste in his mouth for Rockstar. What, well, dude, the. Been doing that. With this and then also the remasters or whatever. No. No. You're yeah. done. These big companies, Rockstar, you're done. CD Projekt, you're done. You're all finished. No more goodwill to developers from me, ever, ever again. Your game comes out, you prove if it's good or not. Except for I've Star Wars really, the Skywalker Saga. I've had really fun moments in GTA Online when I played it on the 360 or PS4, maybe. That's the thing. It's what did you listen to what you just said? I know it's been around for about one trillion years. I don't even know where I played it, but uh, oh, the, this yeah. generation or this generation or this generation? I don't know, dude. So I actually just popped it in or not even popped it in it's on ps5 now and you could download gta online for free so i did and i popped it on and i played it and i migrated my account over from the ps4 and once you do that it's like stuck on this gen now by the way so you can only play it on this gen and i gotta tell you dude the game still look like shit because it is a 360 game mind you uh it, it wasn't i didn't know what to do and I, I took one of my cars and I drove out and some dude tried to kill me. I drove away and then killed him. And then the police were on me and I drove away. It was just like a, it's a loop, dude. And I, I, it's not fun unless you have a group of friends and you can like do like shit with your friends, basically. And I don't have friends, so I can't play that game. I guess I'm not a friend. <laughs> well, you don't want to play GTA. So. No, I don't. Fuck that game. All right, uh, more abysmal news. Amazon's Game Studios head, Mike Frazzini, has stepped down to focus on his family, which, and I don't want to be fucking, fucking rude here, very possible. Not trying to not trying to make it anyways worse day on their job. Exactly. But to any he, of these fuckers. It's very possible that he has family that's, like, sick right now or you know, someone passed away, yep. and I'm very understanding of that, and that's fine. But... Basically, that ain't what happened, and that's not why he stepped down. He got kicked out, I would assume. Uh, so if you don't know, Frazzini was also integral in starting Amazon Game Studios. Uh, this quote says, Mike was there at the beginning of Amazon Games, and his leadership and perseverance helped build the game's business models from the ground up, Amazon spokesman Ryan Jones said in a statement. Our recent successes with New World mm -hmm. and Lost Ark are the result of the long-term customer-focused vision for games that he helped establish. We are very grateful for all of his contributions and wish Mike the very best. However, friend of the show, Game Insider Jason Schreier, mm. has been quoted as saying, many current and former employees point to Frazzini as the main reason Amazon struggled to make games over the last decade. Now, if you remember our conversation, Brett, months oh, ago brother this guy stinks months ago years ago we've talked about amazon quite a bit you can find those videos on our channel okay who world we have we have literally quoted this guy before we've dissected things that he said and ultimately you know when your brain works like frizzled onions over here whatever his name is frizzini uh basically you get poopy uh and that is what amazon game studios has produced Maybe with the exception of New World. I don't know. People seem to like it, but now I don't hear anybody talk about it anymore. So, People did like New World, but not anymore. Yeah. Um, I've He's also... the reason... Sorry, go ahead. 
Now I'm just also laughing at a lot of what Brian's saying in the chat over here. Yeah, I missed all that when we moved I on. I see it, but uh, he says, have to get until studios, time to start it. Uh, we're ready. We're ready. We have game ideas. Uh, he said he's clipping. I don't know what he's clipping and sending it to Rockstar. And then he said, punish Brett timeline. I probably said something very not good about Rockstar. <laughs> quite, Go ahead. Frankly, quite frankly said, not frizzled onions. Yeah, <laughs> I could not remember Frizzini. Anyway. So, so yeah, man. Uh Apparently, he's the reason why Amazon sucked so bad at making games for a long time. So yeah, Amazon blows, dude. Let's move on. Okay. Last thing here in the Abysmal Chronicles before we move on to our big, meaty, juicy PlayStation rumor roundup. Uh, it's actually about PlayStation. It's about Sony. Sony has filed a new trademark, Josh. Yeah. One of their biggest franchises they've ever had. <laughs> knack this is coming from vgc sony interactive entertainment filed a new trademark for knack earlier this month in japan as spotted by gamatsu the trademark was made public today and covers the terms for use in several categories including downloadable or installable home video game machine program and additional data yeah it's just gobbledygook right there yeah, it's unclear what the intended use of the trademark is. The last game in the franchise, Knack 2, was released on September 5th, 2017. Therefore, mm. it's time for Knack to come back, dude. Yeah, so listen, no memes. I don't like Knack. I know a lot of people don't like Knack. It's very milk toast games. There's nothing I, to them. Yeah, kind of cool on the original PS4, uh, but some of the shit that it did. But The tech, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's why I think it makes sense. Right, is PlayStation needs more family, child-friendly content, I think. Ratchet and Clank is close to that, but not super young kids. They've stuff. even toned it down more to fit that demo. Yeah, I but I still don't even feel like it's like for like really young kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mac is something that has that appeal. Story is basically non-existent. Very milk toast. Actually kind of similar to Ratchet and Clank in some ways, and I think could work you know, for them if they wanted to double down on it and actually make a good one. Yeah. Wasn't Mark Cerny, like, really involved in Knack? Isn't Knack, like, his baby? Yeah, the original Knack was almost like a, a tech demo, right? Like, it used a yeah. lot of new things on PlayStation 4, so. Yeah. Knack Street is back all right. <laughs> I like that. I wish I had a sound clip of that. I don't. Um. Anyway. So while these may be sim uh, simply routine trademark updates with periodic renewals rather than being indicative of any new product, it could simply imply that Sony intends to do more with the franchise, which despite a poor critical reception has developed quite the fan following. Back Street's back, all right. Back Street's back. All right, we're going to hop into our main topics here. We're going to hop into that. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor. You don't know, have to can tell, have to cast. We are sponsored by W Energy. Head over to W.GG. Check out what they have to offer. Uh, I'm going to run through the little ad read here. W was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented Neurofactor. You might be asking, Brett, what's a nootropic? The answer is I don't know, but I'll look it up eventually. Also, I don't know what a neurofactor is, but it's uh, there's a trademark symbol next to it. So I spilled. I thought my W was empty. It wasn't. It's on my crotch now. Okay. It's not on your keyboard, is it? No, it's on my crotch. 
Well, the good thing is there's no calories, there's no sugar, there's no artificial colors, no fillers, none of the bad stuff, all good stuff. Keep you energized. Uh, if you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on W. That's right. If you use code S-L-I-C-K, SLICK, at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order, and then that'll go directly to us and support the show. Yeah, and I do want to just bring up real quick, because Christian also brought it in the chat. Everybody this week, I don't know if it's not going to show up here, but they are fulfilling pre-orders and back orders this week, and they will be shipped this week. Uh, so remember, they're a small company. They're an indie, an indie company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're they're getting caught up with that this week. It's uh, W.GG is their website. Check out what they have to offer. Check out their offerings of not only their uh, powders for their energy drinks, but also their shaker cups, which are really cool and sleek, and their logo is really awesome. They also have like different designs too, which is cool, different colors and whatnot. Uh, listen, we aren't sponsored by them in the fact that we have to do this. They don't require us to do ad reads. They don't require us to shill and drink their product on the show. Uh, you know, we like it and we like them and they gave us a sponsor code and we want to help you save money. And it, with that, you can help us make more content. So and remember, our code is slick, which is the use slickest, code slick. It's the slickest code. It's the slickest code that you could ever have. Um, but all right, enough shilling, enough using code slick to save 10% on W energy at W.GG. Let's start the show, the full show, the podcast. Let's begin. Josh. Roll the intro. God, you don't have to yell. Quite frankly, <laughs> to answer your question, since since you're new and you're very welcome here, uh, that was the pre-show. If you, I mean, it's the show, but it's not the show. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't be heard, Brett. Hang on a second. What's going on here, Hbot? What are you doing to me, Hbot? Please fix this. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. So, yeah, that was uh, the start of the show, but not the start of the show. This is the main part of the show. It's just how we do it. That was our, in that was our intro for the podcast. We do that. So, basically, we start the show like 40 minutes in. Yeah. Wait. Is quite frankly from say before quitting's fiefdom, and that's why uh, why they're confused. Maybe. Oh, got it. Yeah. So it's basically what say before quitting does. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They do it too. Everybody. Uh, before. Does it. 
before we begin our main topics here, we're going to be talking about PlayStation rumors and all that. Uh, I got it. My crotch is so wet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Big announcement for our channel. We hit a milestone. Did we? We just hit 570 subscribers on our YouTube channel. So uh, if you're not subscribed, go subscribe over on YouTube, youtube.com. I think it's youtube.com slash haptigintel. I don't know. Uh, Brian Martin, you're coming on the show one day. Thank you, everybody, for your congratulations and well wishes. We appreciate all of you, uh, especially those of you that are here right now. So, yeah. Thank you. All right, let's begin the show. All right, Brett. You want me to? Yeah, I'll kick this this one off here. Please do. So this is coming via VGC, although not really because we knew about it elsewhere because we're tapped in. Although, to be honest, my feed today was just full of so many people's opinions about the whole Oscars thing. Where I was like, I just want to know what's going on in video games. You know what I mean? I don't care what 18,000 people's opinion are about that thing. Dude, and honestly, I kind of wanted to talk about that on the show today, but I saw so much of it that I was like, I don't want to talk about here's it. Here's my opinion on it. I don't have one, and I don't care what yours is. How about that? Okay, fair. Not you specifically. I mean you as yeah. a, a general you. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so via VGC, uh, kind of funnies, not, fu not friend of the show, kind of funny. Greg Miller. Oh, I like him. He's just not a friend of the show. I don't like him. Announced on Sunday that he would be delaying this week's edition of P.S. I Love You. <laughs> he said, he said, quote, man, looking like it might be a very interesting week for PlayStation, even if one of the three rumors I've heard is true. As such, we're going to be delaying the recording of P.S. I Love You XOXO until Thursday, end quote. So now, even on its own, that's an interesting statement, right, Brett? You would think. But then, yeah, they're they're a big YouTube show, and their livelihood oh, depends are. on that show doing well. So if they're going to delay their show to the end of the week, specifically Thursday, he has something that he knows is going to happen. Sure, sure. Um, now this is even more interesting if you couple it with this, Brett. There's a this post follows a Bloomberg report claiming that Sony could announce its Game Pass rival, codenamed Spartacus, as we know, uh, this week, as soon as this week. Okay, and VGC's own sources have corroborated the story and said that the news was expected early this week. Interesting. So maybe tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday sound about right for PlayStation. They like yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays they do. So it's claimed, Brett. Now, if you remember, and then we can speculate a little bit. But just to give everybody a little bit of context, the subscription service, right, the the Spartacus thing. Uh, was supposed to be con is supposed to is rumored to combine two of PlayStation's current offerings, PlayStation Now, right, which is the game streaming service, and then PlayStation Plus, which is you know the online multiplayer, the free monthly games, all that stuff, and the PlayStation Plus collection, and phase out the branding specifically of PlayStation Plus. And now, no, phase out the branding of PlayStation Plus. We knew well, yes, but not now. No. That, I mean, according to this VGC thing, they said it's supposed to phase out the branding of the latter, and they said PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus. So PlayStation Plus is the latter. Yeah. Um, so interesting there. So the new service is expected to launch for PS4 and PS5 this spring, which we are approaching, or in, approaching, um, and to be structured across three payment tiers. Now, if you remember, we talked about this before. Jeff Grubb, Industry Insider, uh, Giant Bomb, uh, said that, quote, right now they are called 
as far as the tiers. Right now, they are called Essential, Extra, and Premium, and the pricing could be $10, $13, and $16 a month. Um, he suggested that the Premium tier could include free trials of all PlayStation first-party titles. So I want to know... I mean, I think our opinions are pretty similar is that the pricing system is fucking stupid and abysmal and idiotic, and if you're trying to... which you cannot paint this as anything other than a direct competitor to Game Pass, right? So if you're trying to do that, your direct competitor already wins. They already win. Because if you are explaining, you are losing. Yeah. And you have to explain these tiers. And then you confuse people. And then you're like, what the fuck do I get? I'm not a big... I'm not against the tiers, dude. I don't mind them. But we don't know we don't know enough about this service for me to say that $16 a month is even close to worth it. With Game Pass at $10 a month and you get all of their first party games which they're few and far between, but you get them. Well, now they also, they're few and far between. They won't always be that. They won't always be and also they just acquired a billion different studios. What what did I miss? Christian says uh, 569 subs now. I'm out. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Brett replaced by a Sony robot. No, I don't think tiers are a hard concept to grasp. When you have PlayStation Plus, you could stay there or you could go to the next tier up and they're going to introduce a tier that's below that. It might not be hard for us to understand, people with brains, but the normal fan base that's going to consume this stuff. I don't care about stuff? them, dude. I don't give a fuck. Sony should, though. PlayStation them, should. Listen. Here's the problem. Okay. Well, are we going to talk about other the other things that are rumored? Yeah, absolutely. Which I didn't put in our notes, but I want to. But here's the thing. Because I think that those two, those several things. All right, hang on. A matter. Second. Hang on a second. Wait a minute. I'm not done talking about this yet, though. No, I, I'm Sp not either. Spartacus. Sixteen dollars a month. No way in hell. Thirteen dollars a month. Go fuck yourself. It needs to be ten dollars. And because the biggest thing is that there's no way PlayStation's putting their first-party games on this thing. It's not happening. Okay. Get rid of that thought from your mind. It's not going to mm -hmm. occur. They're not doing it, right? So you're not even a direct competitor to Game Pass. So you have all this bullshit, and then you throw that on top of it, and you charge more? What are you doing? Well, that's what I'm saying. We have to wait and see. With the rumors, we have to see what this will actually offer us, what it will give us. Because while they might not give us the first-party games, okay, there's potential acquisitions. They could have just acquired a huge company and gotten all of their games and all of those games are going to be on this new Spartacus service. Brian says he'll kiss the CEO of Sony if it was $10. You want to see, also, you want to see the CEO of Sony? Yeah, I'll show you. There's also the fact that there could be, and this is wishful thinking, but PlayStation now had PlayStation 3 games on it. You know, there is a chance okay. that there could be backwards compatibility. Amen. Look at this man. That's an attractive man right there. Anyway, continue. Um, so there could be a backwards compatibility aspect of this where they're like, we won't give you all of our new games, but no, we're going to give you a library of PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4 games that are incredible that you sure. can play for free. Which Game Pass does too. And they give you their first party games at launch. Yeah. Um, they're gonna they're, listen. There's no way they're giving their first party games, but there's other things they can do to make this worth it, in my opinion. Maybe it'll be worth it, but 
in the a value, it will never in a, beat game pass. A, I was going to say in a value comparison to game pass, which is again, I mean, my ultimate stance is that I don't even think they fucking need this. I don't even think you need this. I don't think you need to compete with game pass. You're in your own lane. You have the, the shiny triple a freaking immaculate $200 million productions of first party games that are always seven and above, that always do well, except for Polyphony. You should close them because they're little scumbags over there with fucking GT7. Everything else has been really good. And you have VR. You have your own lane, man. I don't think you need to... You don't need to swear over there. Because as much as Game Pass is great from a consumer perspective, which I think we agree with, and I love Game Pass, and I'm going to keep using it until as it's there, and I think it's a good value, but... The longevity of Game Pass in the industry, I still have significant doubts about. Significant doubts you. about. So let's let's go to chat. There's a couple of things here. So yeah, uh, Christian says honestly, it's rumored they're it's rumored they're only only going back to PS3, which is weird to me. That is weird because as we know, PS3 is the hardest console to emulate. Um, they've but had trouble with it since. Don't forget about the patent though that they filed. They did file that patent, and also PlayStation Now lets you stream PlayStation 3 games as well. Right. So Yeah, that's got to go. I agree, but it's it's there. Uh, Yuki says, like, discounts for first-party games or exclusive DLCs? Maybe. Maybe it's like the like the uh, Nintendo Online, where you get exclusive DLCs uh, for free, mm-hmm. or maybe it's huge discounts on their first-party games. I don't know. But Xbox already offers that with Game Pass, and you can play it for free, or you can get a huge discount on the game. Yeah, but you have to understand that while we have the... While we're, you know, slick, and we have all of the consoles, there's some people that only have PlayStation, so this would benefit them. True. You know? That's a good point. Um, there's a lot more here. With the technology we have now, with porting and ROMs, there's no reason we shouldn't get PS1 and PS2. I agree. Uh, Brian Martin says Tomba 2 or bust. And Christian says Game Pass is only there to bring people to the Xbox ecosystem with PCs and Windows. They're losing money on it, but it's working or else it wouldn't be a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'll ever make a profit from Game Pass. Probably not, unless they increase the price to what was that that projection? Or is like it would need to cost $60 a month or something like that for each active subscriber for it to actually be profitable to them? Like, or some yeah, ridiculous but- number? Yeah, but they also merge gold with it, and a lot of people use gold to play games online. I know. So. I know. Well, listen, man, I'm just telling you. Now, so there's two there's two other elements to this too. If it's not a Spartacus announcement, or, I mean, Greg Miller did say three, right? So who knows? Maybe it's all three. So what what are some of these other ones, Brett? Which one do you want to do first? You want to do the game or the other thing? So there's rumors that one of the three is a state of play for God of War, which will then reveal the release date for the game as well. Yeah. Um, and if you remember, that game is not coming out this year, uh, probably not next year, because we're already way past my... There's no way they announce it in March and it comes out this summer, right? April or May. You're smoking crack on that. <laughs> that was my initial prediction. Right, from... so you're wrong, right? Yeah. You can agree that, now, right? Yeah. I don't... I mean, it could still come out in the fall. They just typically don't do that. Like release a big game in the fall, yeah. um, so I really think it's going to come out next year this time, February March yeah. of twenty twenty three. Okay. What was the last thing? I don't remember. What was the third? Knack three. No, really. What was the last thing? It was God of War, 
it was uh, Spartacus. And I texted you this morning. Dude, I don't fucking remember when it was. Hold on. We got this. Ladies and gentlemen, we got this. We got this. Oh, acquisitions. What about acquisitions? There's going to be several acquisitions, apparently. More? Uh, oh, come because on, that man. Because that is how they're going to make Spartacus worth it, by saying, we've teamed up with X. I don't think anybody needs to buy anything else at all, ever again. I think we're good. Um, I think PlayStation needs to acquire, like, Capcom or Bandai Namco or... Uh, I don't want them to. Konami. I don't... Okay, I want... Uh, mm. Konami can die. I want PlayStation to acquire their IP. Well, that's what or they're doing. some sort of agreement where they're the exclusive publisher of it or something. If, if PlayStation acquired Konami, they would be like, you ain't making fucking pachinko machines anymore, dude. You're making games. Well, Konami... Actually, okay, well, Konami, that's not true. Konami, Sony would... Sony would probably let them continue Konami, to do Konami's that. on a little bit of a comeback now, silently. All right? Let's not forget that. Okay? They they are making games. They're coming back. They're doing all these collections. You know, they're, they're, they're getting back on track. There's just a few things that they need to do. Okay? I can't believe that you just said that Konami is coming back. The Castlevania collection? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collection? <laughs> I'm correct. Okay. Okay. Um, now, do you think they're going to do this in a state of play this week? Like, do you think we'll get like a shadow state of play? If they talk about Spartacus, that's where we're going to get the acquisitions, I think. Otherwise, Cr you ain't getting them. Christian is in love with Knack, by the way. He says, Konami may be getting on track, but Knack is back. I don't I don't even think that's Christian anymore. I think Donkey is just in our <laughs> chat. Just <laughs> rating as Knack. Christian. Uh, yeah, it'd be cool. If we got a state of play, though, it wouldn't be tomorrow or Tuesday. Uh, it would be, be Thursday. Thursday. Or so. Wednesday, uh, because Greg said... Yes, I love you. Will be on Thursday. That's it. Uh, what else? That's that's really all we have for the PlayStation topic. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't care. Uh, that's it. I do. Right. I do care, but I have nothing else to add. Uh, okay, let's move on then. Josh, you and I both platinumed Elden Ring. That's right. So we, that's a big boy plat right there. It is indeed a big boy plat. Not one of the harder Souls ones, but still. Or big girl plat. Or big, or any, big, girl plat. big anyone plat. Big big plat. Big thing plat. Big plats. Ben plats. For all my musical friends out there. Okay. Well, big knack plat. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Um, okay, so you made some notes here. Overall impressions yeah, what of the game are, in what general. What are your overall impressions of the game? Elden Ring is a very good video game. I gave it on GG, which is an app you can download, lets you track your video games and rate mm -hmm. them, and, and you know it's a little community mm -hmm. social aspect. Yep. GG. You can follow us. Links in the description on YouTube. Yes. I gave it a four and a half out of five. My main complaints with the game is the difficulty spike that occurs towards end game. Mm -hmm. Way too hard. And the balancing of certain aspects of the game in terms of weapons, magic, it's fucking bad. I agree with you. However, I didn't care and I gave it a five. The game slaps. 
uh, there's a there's a lot about this game that um, I could have really gotten annoyed by. Like the technical issues, which I think are still inexcusable. But yeah. even that, dude. If I can overlook that, which I'm becoming a freaking little stickler when it comes to performance. And if your game is anything less than 60, I ain't playing it. Yes. I didn't care. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> which just speaks to how good the game is. I, I mean... This is, speaking of GG, this is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. One of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I put it number two only to Persona 4 Golden. Bet, I liked it better than God of War Ragnarok. I think we mentioned this before. Very different game. Or God of War. Very different games. God of War 2018. But, I mean, I don't know, man. And just just to clarify, right? Not only do we have the plat. But I put 120-some hours into this game. I beat it twice, right? Because I messed up the ending stuff there. But also, with my second playthrough, I beat it in six hours. And I could have beat it in four hours if I didn't have to do Ronnie's quest line and do all that extra stuff. Yeah. So I sped run the game myself, by the way. I appreciate you for that. One city. After I beat the game the first time, I was like, I'm done for a little bit. And I put it down, and I haven't gone back. Actually, that's not true. I went back the other day to try to get some items. Yeah so all right let's talk about some specifics gameplay i already kind of went over my thoughts on certain balancing issues and whatnot but this game takes the good of every souls game puts it all together uh there's the jumping mechanic is phenomenal it's a phenomenal addition to the game who would have thought simply adding a jump button could change a game so much but uh very clear in this game mm-hmm. it changes a lot there are jumping attacks now. You jump mm-hmm. in the air and slam down. Uh, I played as a swordsman, and I had a lot of fun with the game, even though it was mostly me with a big-ass sword just fucking hitting people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that weren't in this game that... Or maybe they were, but just not to the extent. Like, there weren't a lot of illusory walls in this game. Like, a lot of these soul staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Not many illusory walls. Not many mimics. But they're there in different ways. Yes. Right? And when they're used, they're used very effectively. Yes. Uh, I'm torn if I like the gameplay of this more than Bloodborne, because I do really like the mechanic of getting your health back by, by slashing. Which you can get uh, a talisman that does that in this game. True. true. But it's not native. True. What do you think about the gameplay? Yeah, so you played as a swordsman. I did magic. Um, you know, which some you pushed people, R one, which some people might shit on me for, but hey, man, you know, a win's a win, and hey, man, I, I, R one's I, a win, dude. I built my character. All right, first of all, you're welcome. Okay, how many bosses did I one shot for you? Okay, true. Um, a win. We did a win. play co op the whole time. That's true. Uh, a win's a win. Um, I did not play co. I did not use any summons, by the way. For my second playthrough, that was all. That was all, Chad Daddy over here. All right, right. dude, hold on. Okay, um, but yeah, you good? Yeah, was that enough? Yeah, that was perfect. So I did straightened in 
um and i had a blast uh the variety of spells i think just the variety of uh, gameplay like ways that you can tackle it and like we talked about before the fact that it is you know open world so if you get stuck on something or if you're having a really difficult part with uh, you know getting past one boss or reading a boss or the mechanics of a certain boss you just go do something else for like 80 hours <laughs> and then you come back yeah. um well let's talk about the open world then because that's the next thing on our notes mm -hmm. so what did you think of the world as a whole like the big it's the best open world ever designed It is. It encourages you to explore. It does not hold your hand. It gently nudges you in the correct direction. It encourages discovery. I never felt that when I went down a path of something, I wasted my time. There's always, you know, some sort of item, something down there, enemy, cool location. The fact that you have freedom on Torrent, the horse, to go, kind of go wherever. You can platform uh, successfully now compared to other Souls games where it's really abysmal. Uh, and the sheer variety and scale, both on the top layer and the bottom layer, is nuts. Yeah, um, It's massive, massive open world. And you'll be in one area at one point, and then you'll get teleported from doing something somewhere else. And it's like, how, how did I get here? And one of the coolest moments I remember, of which there's a lot in this game, <clears throat> very beginning... I'm out in this field, exploring, come across this tower. I'm like, what is this? Oh, there's spellcasters here. Let me eliminate them. Let me crawl to the top of this tower. Oh, there's a chest. Let me open it. I got teleported. I thought my map was already big. And then I opened up my map. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Right? This is where I was before. Open up my map, and I'm all the way freaking... I was like, I cannot... I cannot believe the sheer scope and scale of it. And there are so many moments yeah. in that where it's like, where am I? And then I was like, oh, now you're under the map. And guess what? There's an entire duplication of the world above that's so big down here, too, with completely different shit. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I really like the open world in this game. I really like the, the differences between certain areas. So Kaled, very obvious you're in Kaled when you're in Kaled because right. everything is red and bad. Right. Yeah. Um, like a rock. The names, some of the other areas, though, not as rememberable. And sure. names of certain things, like you would be like, hey, I, I'm at this bonfire or this grace, uh, you know, in the north area up at like Liernia or whatever. And I'm like, brother, I don't know where that is. Right. So I think they could have done a little bit of a better job making the areas different. Like Caleb was different, but I still love every area in this game. Like, there's so many different things that you can go and, and stumble across. Like even the other day I was playing and I was just going and getting graces that I missed. And I found in the woods, these things you can interact with. And like, there was a bunch of them that you had to interact in order for like a door to open somewhere else. And I, for a second I was sidetracked and I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to do this now, but there's just stuff like that throughout the whole world where there's little things that you could do, little puzzles. Dude, there was a puzzle where you had to find giant floating turtles, dude. Mm. Yeah, you needed that from one of the spells. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Like, Listen, I don't know who came up with some of the stuff in the game, but they're smart. Yeah. It is a uh, piece of candy, the game. Yeah. You get distracted by something you find. You go on and you, you know, yeah. go and do that for an hour. And it's, 
I found myself totally lost at some points, and I don't mean like lost, like I don't know where I'm going. I mean lost as in fully immersed, like yeah. where where you're blink and ten hours of your day is gone. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what the main thing is. I forget what I was doing, but you just you go down these rabbit holes and you know whatever. Brian says he wishes he crafted more. Uh, yeah, I didn't really use crafting at all. Yeah, I think they could have implemented that a little. They could have done a better job with the crafting. Yeah. I wanted to, I collected all the books, but I didn't, I didn't really use any of the recipes. Um, all right, let's, let's compare it quickly. Actually, maybe we'll come back to this one at the end. Let's talk about co-op and PVP. It, it works better than any other Souls game. It's true. Least cumbersome of any other Souls game, too. Yeah. <laughs> and quite frankly, says, and then a giant fucking dragon appears. Yeah, there's a couple of those in the game. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Which is... I guess part of the open world stuff too, like you'd be running on torrent, right? And when you're out of combat, you don't use stamina and stuff, which is nice compared to other Souls games. But yeah. then you'll be running on torrent, and you're like, "Why am I starting to use stamina?" And then you turn around, just a huge fucking dragon's coming, and you're like, "Shit!" Anyway, yeah, dude, co-op. Uh, so, so co-op just works. Yeah, it just works, works well. PVP. I don't, I'm not a PVP guy. Uh, it works mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, there's but some I know bugginess with it right now. Though. There, there, there is some bugginess with it, and I know a lot of people are upset because they wanted uh, to do like fight clubs, like Dark mm. Souls had, and like it's impossible to do that right now or something. So, mm. uh, I, I can't speak to that. Yeah, I don't do PvP that much. I still don't like the fact that you can get invaded if you're just co-oping with your friends. Like, I don't. I understand it's like kind of like a balance thing almost, but I don't. I don't want to fight other players when I'm just trying to do PvE stuff with my friends. And I don't know why I'm um, hindered from that. It definitely adds something to the experience, and I get excited when that happens, but it's definitely really a big bummer when you're, like, almost at your destination and you get killed and you have to, like, go all the way back with your friends, summon them again. I, I can understand why it's, you know, annoying, but I think it adds to the experience a little bit. Yeah, Brian says he wonders if they did it because the mod quest line. Yeah, there's so I don't know if anybody figured that out yet, but there's a few quest lines in the game that I don't think people know the endings to, or they think they're at the end, but there's really like a million other parts of it. But yeah, you're right. That is the one that requires you to invade at least yeah. once, I think, to do it, or no, no, four times. Um. Okay. Any we talked a little bit about the new elements. Let's talk about music and the bosses. How about that. Yeah. Music slash. Sounds good. Yeah, music is awesome in this game, man. They yeah. always have really good music in these games. Yeah. In particularly, one of my favorite pieces is the title music. Because much like a good anime, right, it comes back in at just the perfect moment. <clears throat> and when you go into that final boss arena, the first stage, the menu music fucking slaps right in there. And that's a really cool moment. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the music's awesome. I'm not like a, a big music guy, but uh, or score like score guy, but like this game definitely has it. And they even like do certain little touches, like when you get invaded and you start fighting an invader, like music will cue in and it makes it so much more intense. Whereas in like Dark Souls, like so you'll get invaded and it'll just be like quiet. The guy's like hitting you and killing you. Yeah. So but, they add like that, you know. No, you're right. Um, the accent parts of it. But my favorite piece. Me in the game is the Godskin duo. Mm -hmm. Because if you remember, you fight each of those individually in other places, right? In the game. 
those two pieces of music, right? The the large one and the, <clears throat> the skinnier one. They play almost in concert with each other separately. When you do the Godskin duo fight, they add them together and intertwine the music. That's cool. And they, where they were clashing before, they're now in harmony. And I noticed that when I walked into the Godskin duo fight, and I immediately after losing the first time, uh, went and listened to the all the tracks individually. Somebody, whoever the composer was, knew exactly what they were doing. And something like that, which nobody really is going to pick up on that, but as somebody familiar with music, I really appreciate it. Because I was like, there's a lot of thought put into that. Um, and I actually really just like the Godskin fight music in general. And that fight is one of the hardest in the game. Um, for some people. But I thought that was, that's a really great piece of music. So, yeah. Boss fights. What's favorite, least favorite? Dude, the, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's literally a fight with like King Ghidorah. And that's my favorite boss fight in the whole game. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the slickest boss fight in the whole game. I think that's also uh, my favorite boss fight in the whole game. Radon had a cool boss fight. Yeah. That was like a different type of boss fight. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. So I have a problem with this game in terms of the bosses, and it's that... All the not that they weren't... The same. Well, that, but also, like, not that they weren't memorable, because there were a lot of memorable bosses, but I'm not a fan of, like... And I know that they do this because there's so many boss fights, but I don't like the recycling of bosses. Yeah, I don't really feel like there was too, too much of that, though, in this game. Outside of uh, the dungeons. Maybe, yeah. I, I just don't like when they're like, all right, remember this boss? Now there's two. And like, there's no difference. The Godskin duo is different because, like you said, you fight one, then you fight the other, and then you fight both at the same time. Whatever. Um, and I think that the bosses in this game were way too goddamn hard towards the end. Yeah, uh, the final like five bosses are just what were they even thinking with that? Yeah. So Brian brings up a good something that I say like Radon. We did too. Really cool fight, um, especially what happens in the world after that fight. Um, so that he didn't like the final boss really annoying fight as a melee build. So I will say this. Yeah. Um, what's his name before Radon? Or before before the. Are we doing spoilers? I don't think we should. Before the second phase, the final boss, the first phase, yes. he is fucking abysmal. Yes. He's abysmal. He's cheap, dude. Because now apparently this is silently patched, post-patch, 1.03 patch. The iframes did not register pre-patch. Now you can roll iframes between those attacks, uh -huh. which always caught me. There was like yeah. a bug where you, you did not get iframes when you should have, and now you do. So he's easier post-patch. Well, I'll tell you right now, and you know this, but I'll admit it right now. I beat that boss because they glitched out. Yeah. I think both stages, they literally just stood there, and we just beat the shit out of both stages and won. Yeah. So that was after, like, what, 50 attempts? Yes, yeah. Helping you, for some reason, we really struggled with it. Um, but particularly the second phase of that towards the very end, it's annoying because there's certain attacks that you cannot dodge that mm -hmm. just track you there's some abysmal aoe stuff but i actually think it's really cool the final boss i don't think it's particularly too challenging but i actually think in the context of the story in the world i think the final boss is actually really 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 slick i agree it's just cheap very cheap true okay quickly comparison to other souls games if you had to rank it or anything general i already right. touched on it a I'm, little bit 
I'm not ready to rank it with the other Souls games, but um, it's, my, it's my favorite one. I'm it's ready. definitely it's definitely like towards the top. Yeah, I like um, all of them for different reasons. True. Um, and then the last thing I have on the list here is tr- Platinum Trophy Experience. What did you think about the actual experience of getting the platinum? I almost did it just by playing the game, just by beating the game, and then all I had to do was get all the spells uh all the weapons and like you can even have like your friend drop the weapons that you don't have or stuff you missed mm-hmm. uh there's some that you can't drop but so we just kind of helped each other out and drop stuff for each other and uh yeah it was not hard at all i don't think yeah the hardest part is going to be the endings but if you save scum which is like yeah. you save the game you upload it to the cloud but and then you we also helped ourselves because there's a, quite a few bosses in that trophy list that are optional and really abysmal areas that we just did because we explored. We just wanted to explore. We yeah, ex- we explored really thoroughly. Yeah. Um, so it's not impossible if you explore. Um, some of the bosses are definitely challenging, um, but I think the ending part. I'm actually really happy. I played the game again on New Game Plus, um, regardless of getting the different endings. But it made me appreciate actually just how, not that this is a slight, but how short the actual main path is. Mm-hmm. And how challenging that could be if you don't actually equip yourself with everything that the game offers you. Yeah. Right, which goes back into that. It encourages exploration. But So yeah, I mean, we both got the Platinum. Um, some people say that cheese is cheese, but I really like that you can do weapon drops with friends. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're not going to use this stuff. I mean, you can say whatever you want. I put 120 hours in the game. I don't really care that Dave, our, our friend, dropped a couple of talismans for me. Sorry. Yeah. Don't be an elitist. Uh, yeah, I don't care either. Don't be at an elitist. All. And don't judge the way people play the game, you know? Yeah. Or co-op. Right. Or, or use the mimic summons, which we didn't even talk about, by the way. The actual, no. the actual spirit summons. Mainly because we did co-op, but... Yeah. I barely use them. Mm. So. All right. So, yeah. Overall, guys, Elden Ring slaps. And if you're on the fence, uh, I would say it's a good way to start getting into the Souls franchise, but just know... It is hard. Don't fall for people that say it's easy. It's still hard. And uh, it is. I think it's the most accessible from game, which I've mentioned before. Yes. Just in the sense sense that you can go. And there's a lot of build options, but you just go do whatever you want and come back. Like just grind. But anyway. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's move on. We're going to go to our final topic of the day. Listen, if you like Animal Crossing, you're a big fan of that. You're going to love this indie Intel game that we're about to talk about. And I'm just going to say that now. So, Josh, we're going to be talking about an indie game called Long Vinter. Long Vinter with a V. Mm-hmm. Long Vinter turns Animal Crossing into a survival shooter. Getting all this information from our good friends over at Kotaku. Oh, boo. Uh, it's made by Uvana Studios, and they're from Finland. Finnish. So... Released in early access on Steam, Long Vinter is a single and multiplayer simulation slash survival game that has cutesy aesthetics of games like Animal Crossing mixed with the cutthroat survivalism of Rust. Based on the trailer, you can see that you start the game from the docks and must gather resources from around the island to set yourself up. Similar to Animal Crossing New Horizons, you begin the game by setting up a tent. As your cache of resources grow, you can eventually build yourself a nice house. You can farm, you can fish, you can cook and build all 
to make your time researching on this island more worthwhile. Also, similarly to the latest Animal Crossing, you can play Longwinter with other people. However, they might try to kill you and steal your stuff. Uh, that's right, you can create allies and work together, but you can also have a fucking gun and go buck wild on some loser that makes the mistake of crossing your path. Or, you know, you could just be nice. The choice is yours. So this game is $16.99 on Steam right now. It is in early access, and they are still adding a lot of features to the game. Yes. Uh, listen, I found this on TikTok the other day, and I've just been watching people play it on YouTube. It looks amazing, and I'm so ready to have all my friends buy it and all of us to join a server. I'll even buy a server to play like our own private little game. Uh, listen, I'm going to call them out right now. Say before quitting, we're going to have a PvP competition in this game, whether you like it or not. I know Ant has a PC now. Christian has a PC. Josh and I have PCs. And anyone that's watching, I know we have a lot of fans of both of the shows, Say Before Quitting and Have to Cast. You can join too, but you have to pick a side. And they have to be, and listen, they have to be fair, okay? We have to create even teams here. But I'm ready to fucking raid your base, steal all your shit, and Haptic Studios is going to be the best little fucking village in the game. So Brian says he has a PC. Brian's on my team. Brian's on Haptic team. I call him. This is like dodgeball. You don't want to be picked last. Lately. Yuki's also on Haptic team. Actually, so is Ant. Yes. And Christian's and on... Christian. And Christian. <laughs> and Christian's on Say Before Quitting by himself. Okay, fair. I like that. Uh, but yeah, so like, I, I really want to play this with, with everybody. Maybe we can make like a community game night. Maybe we can stream it. Like, Say Before Quitting, they can stream their team. Mm -hmm. And we can stream our team. And, and you know... Don't they... Isn't Twitch have a... Um... I know YouTube doesn't because YouTube blows, but uh, doesn't Twitch have a um, like a team stream mechanic for stuff like that? I don't know. But what's cool is, so I'll explain the game. Yeah, you, what he I says saw. you can like co-stream. Yeah. So, so this is what I saw. So you you go on the island and there's like a little hub of like vending machines and turrets, right? Right, and then you kill and people. It's like a safe area where no one can kill each other in that little area. Right, and then when you leave, oh. you kill them. Yes, and you, you, you know, get your tent, build a fence around it, you grow crops, but you have to get turrets, otherwise people can just come in and steal your crops. Right. Uh, you can't go in other people's houses right now, but I think that that's something they might add later. Uh, but yeah, you go around Can looting. I murder people while they sleep? No. Oh. But you can murder them while they're sitting by the fire. So that's an interesting thing about the game is like you have a stamina bar, which is also your health bar. And to get that up, you need to eat or rest by a fire, uh, I guess, or sit down maybe. And the cool thing is basically you go out, there's biomes. So there's like a snow area. There's a forest area. There's like a desert area. You set up your house, you go out and explore. And there's like different, the, the map is huge. Like the world is huge, but there's no map. Like, there's no map you can, like, reference to find out where your stuff is. Mm. But there's, like, GPS locators that give you coordinates. Mm. So I can see if we were to PvP this with other people, people would be stream sniping and see where our coordinates were and then come raid our fucking shit. I'm just going to hide. Then... I'm just going to hide my screen. Do that. Yeah. So I uh, like this idea. I think this game looks really cool. I'm going to I'm going to buy it. I yeah. Think. Uh, so wait a minute. So it's server based. Mm -hmm. Right, so we would all play in the same seed for that server, right? So my or understanding can you create is multiple worlds in a server. So my understanding is you can play on a public server and 
you know, we're with other people or we can like buy a private server, like rent one from some website or whatever. I, I'm not, I've never really done that before, but it's like 14 bucks a month or something. And you get like your own private server where it's just your people. I want that. So, yeah. And then what we'll do, right, is we'll, we'll divide the island evenly in half, right? Starting from where the safe zone is. Okay. There's no map though. How would we know? Yeah, you know, we'll have to explore a little bit, you know. From starting from the safe zone, we create a, a humanitarian corridor, right? Right in the middle there. Mm -hmm. You know, say before quitting, they get the left, we get the right, right? Yeah. And then we were like, okay, you have X amount of time to build up your stuff. Yeah. But, you know, come. It's come, like Minecraft when we played Minecraft back right. in the day. But come this time, you know, anything War. goes. Humanitarian corridor, fair game. You're in it shoot on sight you know what i mean yep. you come over you're done and then i'm going to become a stealth agent i'm going to disconnect mm -hmm. with voice chat from you you're not going to know where i am i'm going to hide my screen i'm going to go away you're going to take over our entire stream okay. and six hours later i'm going to pop up and everybody's going to be dead cool i like that idea also there's like uh, house codes so like i can create a code for my house that makes it so you can get in but everyone else can't so like we can like make a little base, you know, there's different types of energy for your house. You can do uh, sustainable, which is like wind power. And you could put like, uh, what are they called? Solar panels oh, yeah. on the roof. I just, just I'm going to show my financial information. You can enjoy my screenshot there. No, you're good. Keep going. Uh, you can get, so you could choose whether you want your house to be run off gas or if you want to run it off of solar panels and, you know, and there's, there's benefits to both, right? Gas is kind of hard to find. Mm -hmm. So this game is getting deep, okay? There's a lot of things that are still in development right now. It just came out like a month ago. So there's still a lot to do in terms of development. Okay, but I just bought we it. should, okay. We should support the game and I recommend everyone goes out and buys it. It's Animal Crossing, it's slick, all right? It only costs, or it only takes up 630 megabytes. Yeah. You can literally see I'm installing it right now. Anyway, so... Trying to get me a key, dude? How about everyone in the in the stream? You gonna supply us with keys or what? Oh, um, no. Okay. Well, shout out to Long Vinter. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun, and I can't wait to play with whoever decides to join us. So, go check it out on Steam. Yeah. Very cool. Listen, that's it. That's the show. That's our show. All right. So as a reminder, we will probably not be live next week. That could change. Probably not be live the week after that. That could change. Probably not live at all the week after that. Definitely. Why? Why are we not? Let's some transparency here. What's we'll what's going on? I'm going to free climb the Alpines. You heard it here first. He's a uh, hero. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in a show, uh, and we're going to be I have rehearsals and teching and dress rehearsals and the show. So. But here's the good thing: we're gonna have content that still comes out. Yeah. So we have several videos in the bag right now that are not time sensitive. Uh, we'll you know put up some stuff from from this, um, and then also we I mean we have unclaimed baggage, which big one. Everybody get ready for that. So comedy video. 
I'm plugging it again right now. Go check it out on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Unclaimed baggage. Should we show the people a, a brief second from the new one or an old one? From the edit, from the new one. Yeah. Brett just got really excited. I'm hold on. Let me go live. What? Oh no. I'm gonna watch our stream so I could watch it too. Uh, what part? What part should I show people? Uh, the good part. Hmm. Thank you, Yuki. Appreciate that. Um, but I mean, I guess too, if you guys are in our area, uh, you can check out my Instagram story. Uh, there's uh, information about purchasing tickets there if you want to support. Hmm. Want to purchase your, your butt? How about, dude? I don't know. I need I need a part. Show them a clip. I know what part though. Uh, I've only watched it once. I don't really remember all the parts. Uh. All right, ready? Here's what. Not you're the gonna... end. Not the end. No. Here's what you'll get. watching okay let me swap back over here what's happening what's going oh on my god screen? i went i went on the wrong screen wait what's going on my god uh my instagram is just at josh toll at j at I don't even know my name. At JSH underscore. That's all. No. Um, okay. So this is what I'm showing people. Can they see it or should we move? No, they can see it. You okay. ready? Yep. Here it is. Did you end with that? I actually made oh, the Oh, shit. Wait, they can't see it. Hang That's on. what I'm saying. I'm watching what they're watching. Hang on. How about that? There we go. Okay, ready? Yes. Green lights. Does every passage end with that? I actually made the la that one did not end in green lights. Okay. Um, however, I accidentally flipped to the next page, and the first line is, "I had a wet dream." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Green light. That. The. Josh. That's it. They just get the "I had a wet dream" line. Yep. yep. All right. Fair. That's fair. That's it. Sorry. So yeah, that is coming out very soon. Yes. 12, 15 minutes of just pure, unadulterated uh, goodness. Yes. All right. Well, why are you smiling? Is there something I don't know about that's happening right now? No, there's not. I'm smiling more to make it look like there is. There's not. We're just sitting here. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for watching. This has been an excellent episode of Hapticast. Uh, we had a lot of people in the chat, and I expect to see you when we return for our next live show. Yeah. But in the meantime, as we said, there's going to be a lot of content over on YouTube. Don't miss out. I know we got a lot of people on Twitch, but listen, we're YouTubers, all right? Go to YouTube. Go. Yeah, you subscribe. We're at 570, you get us the 600, and then we do a 600 subscriber special where 
We... Bathe in W energy. In the nude. In the nude, but we don't show you the nude parts. Yeah. Thanks, quite frankly. Appreciate you being here and supporting us. I think the music's probably too loud. But make sure you follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you like it. You subscribe on YouTube, like Brett so eloquently put out for you. TikTok. TikToks. We got to get more. We got to do the TikToks. I'll, I'm on that. I'm going to make some more TikToks. I'm also going to look into getting us on Spotify because I yes. saw that people can do video podcasts on Spotify now. Yes. And I want to do that. Yes. We should go on Spotify because then you can listen to us on the go. Yes. Which there's no other way you, you should be listening to us. Except when you're going. I meant on the go, not like you were <laughs> going poo. I didn't mean going poo. You don't listen to our podcast when you, uh, I don't listen to our podcast. Oh, I produce that's it. Not a, that's not a good sign. I produce it. I'm listening to it right now as I speak into it. The producer slash seducer. No, do not compare me to anybody on that show. Well, that's going to do it guys. So thank you very much for sticking around. <clears throat> we love you. Yeah, and uh, also make sure Christian and Ant know about the uh, the save before quitting thing with Long the Winter. Long, long Winter. Yeah, I didn't see Christian respond to it, so. They're scared. They are. The, the ball's in their court. Half of our team already bought the game. Half? Hmm? Yeah, you. You're half of me. Yeah, but that's not half our team. We got Brian. We got quite, No, 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 no. I meant, quite like, frankly, we got Yuki. You know what I mean? Well, and we got ant or ant not christian right yeah uh no i meant like out of you and i you already own it and now christian and ant have to own all right it let's go then. let's go okay we're done i have uh, to pee. i have to pee really bad okay i have to pee so bad oh brian said i exclusively listen while i'm on my sigma grind set hell yeah incredible um It sounds like you have someone banging pots and pans in the background. Yes. You can hear that, but nobody else can. So you're just kind of, sounds like you're just making. Oh, I think. Want to just knock on your door? Is that my door? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, hello? You what? I'm so fucking done with you.